Albrighton could get shoved on into that fullback, sort of wingback role. Uh, so, yeah, with a pickup. And he, he just looks like he's playing quality football. Uh, yeah, qual- quality hiccup there, Russ. <laughs> Blooper? Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Banter Boys Podcast. My name is Sanji, with me is Ross. How you doing, Ross? Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's been, it's, oh yeah, it's been quite a bit since our last game week, but I had like the most horrible game week, like fantasy game week overall. Yeah. Last week, man. Like I almost, I almost lost all my, like I played in about two different basketball leagues and I almost lost, I lost one, and which was super disappointing because Kevin Durant was out and Jalen Brown was out. And then I obviously lost both my fan tracks ones, and I almost lost my other basketball leagues because I didn't set my team. So, and plus Liverpool lost too. So, like, it was just a horrible week, week-ish, yeah, for sports. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, I totally feel that. Um, actually, I won my NBA thing, though, I think. I mean, it hasn't been fun because a bunch of people got COVID, and then I had Calvert. Um, what's his name again? Calvert, uh, guy from Brooklyn, who got traded. Karis Levert. There you go. Yeah. Unfortunately, then he, they found the mass on his kidney. So, like, thank God we have injury spots for that. Um, that league. I wish we had injury spots for our OG league because it fucking sucks that we don't. Um, but I totally get you on the whole yeah, fantasy man. friend. I honestly deleted the, like, it was Saturday. Um, it was Saturday. Was it Saturday or Sunday that we played? It was all a blur because, like, man, it's been such consecutive game weeks. So, like, for FPL, I remember I brought in, like, I started Rudiger. I benched Salah because, God knows, I've managed to miss every possible Salah haul. Like, every time he scored a brace or something, like, I've <laughs> not had him. So, like, even, like, last week when I, like, bent, um, I, pl- I captained him or something, uh, against Brighton, and he shot the bed. So, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna bench him against City, and it's, it's just gonna be a bunch of shit, like, you know, I- I'm sure he's gonna get points, and obviously he did, he ended up scoring the bullshit penalty, and do you, do you just wanna start there with the bullshit penalty that, I know. I see. I see. That's the thing, though. Like, I get. I get why you're saying it's it's bullshit. Like, it's definitely a soft penalty. Ruben Diaz pulled him back. That's contact. That I don't think that's allowed, right? If he if the player beat you, if 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 the player beat you and then you pull him back, that's a foul. Then send him off. A foul in a box is a a foul in a box is a penalty. It's, it's if a you're going to send off David hmm? Luiz and send off Benderek, then send off Ruben Diaz. Yeah, I, I don't know, but like, I, like, like we know, we know that inconsistencies in refereeing and in VAR, right? Like, it's, it's the most annoying thing. And every, that's what everyone yells. We like, just be consistent and tell us what you want, right? If it's an offside for this player, it should be an offside for that player in a totally different game, in a totally different game week, right? With a totally different ref. I think I think inconsistencies are there, but I still think it's a foul and a foul in the box is a I penalty. I think what was upsetting was also the way that he 
threw himself in the air. But we've talked about this in previous episodes where if he doesn't go down, he's not going to get it, right? It just sucks that exactly. the dramatic way that he throws himself like he just got shot. The, do you remember the uh, baby shark thing that I sent you as well? That was fucking jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like that's yeah, but we've talked about it, right? And, and it's not just Salah. Like you look at you look at like like more like top like premier players as well, like Pogba. Well, where we saw Sterling Bruno. dive as well this season, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, Sterling, and even even outside the Premier League, like Neymar and Mbappe. Like a lot of these players, like if you they get so much contact because of how quick they are on the ball that like when you foul them, sometimes it's more efficient to stay on the feet, and it's a foul. But like you know, if they get if refs don't call that, it's as simple as that. Like I think refs have developed this problem that if you don't go down, you're not going to get a foul. Then like, what else is a player supposed to do? Yeah, especially when you're one one nil down in this in this case, where it's literally like you know life or death in terms of like staying like you know make keeping your title hopes alive or keeping a still competitive season. You know what I think Klopp should do? I think Klopp should listen to our podcast. And you know how he should find our podcast, Ross? Yeah, so here, Jurgen Klopp, I know you're listening. <laughs> I know I know you're listening, right? But like I'm pretty sure you just get this one clip where someone mentioned you. You don't even have social media, Jurgen Klopp. I know you you have like ghost accounts or burner accounts that you use to like kind of follow all like the gossip and stuff. But through those accounts, you should see if you're on Twitter, you should check us out on Twitter. Our handle is at Banta B. On Twitter is our anchor website. So we can see us there as well. And we're on all major podcast platforms. So Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on SoundCloud and we're on YouTube. Where yeah, like I'm Soon, I'm putting yes. the episodes. Like I created the account. I'm putting the episodes on the YouTube thing. I feel like we should do Instagram as well and just like I don't know, try to pretty much whore ourselves out on all possible platforms. It seems yeah. like the business thing to do. I, I get like SoundCloud, I get like SoundCloud notifications saying like, if you want to increase your followers, set up like link your account to Instagram so it can like, you know, yeah, we should <laughs> do, do all that, that stuff. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I'll, I'll try and get that done. Um, maybe between games. Yeah, so soon we'll be on Instagram yeah. too. So watch out everyone. Yeah, they're, they're, Banta Boy is taking the world by the storm. see our face. Really nervous for that still. Um, I mean, to, to kind of stick with Liverpool, if we're going to talk about it, like, you guys pretty much got dismantled. But, I mean, for all the criticism Man. that TA was getting... Can we not? I, I know. Like, I'm not... I We don't have to have a discussion with it. I just want to highlight the fact that, yeah, City title is theirs. They're cruising. I, I think they was, you guys were still lucky to score. It didn't look like you guys were going to score that game. To be honest, other than that pen? 100% no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Robertson looks a shell of a player that he was. Uh, TA for all the... Sh- he's not attacking. He's not attacking. Well, I mean, he, you guys are actually having to defend. That's the problem, right? That's that's kind of what I was talking to another friend about. Is Yeah, it, it's just... And it's something we talked about is, like, when the players are getting it wrong, they're all getting it wrong at the same time. Like, Allison had a shocker, mate. Absolute shocker. Yeah, man. But but you you know you know what the other side of that is, like I'd rather have two mistakes in one game than like two mistakes in two games. Oh man, you're sounding to sound like Klopp. Like I'd rather win seven nil yeah. in one game. But like game here's the thing, though, right? Like he's a, he's he exactly <laughs> like he's a world he's a world class player, yeah. right? He like you know you, you like he's been one of the top goalkeepers in the last two or three seasons, right? He was the top goalkeeper I think two years ago. And like was like on on par with like Neuer last season, so 
Like, I, I expect him to bounce back, hopefully. Yeah. Right? Like, it maybe it's just one of those off moments. Definitely child. We can, we can expect that. Definitely channeling his inner carious. There's no denying that. Yeah, but man. I was poor, really... Poor guy had a I'm concussion. Gonna, like, keep repeating myself. Like, I was really happy for TAA. Like, I, like, a lot of people have been giving him shit. And yeah, he's had a shit season. Let's be honest. But I mean, again, he was pretty much compared to his compared to his last two seasons. Yeah, but he he was trying and yeah. he was trying a lot. And I feel like if if you were to jump back onto Liverpool once they throw Kabak into that centre back and Hendo does his magic in midfield, like I'd love to have Ta as an asset again. Um, it's one of those buy low sort yeah. of situations. Um, but yeah. So speaking of yeah. Hendo in midfield, yeah, I'm surprised you dropped him. Uh, we've talked I'm about this. I'm surprised you dropped him in our league, by the way. Uh, yeah, but I don't like. I don't know, man. Like it's it's one of those things. But like, like here's a here's a few like a tweet I saw with Hendo in midfield versus not in yeah. midfield. So Henderson starting in midfielder in midfield this season in the Premier League. Uh, played eleven, one seven, drawn four, goals for twenty eight, goals against eleven, and points per game is two point two seven. Henderson not starting this midfield. Played 12, so month, about the same amount. Won 4, drawn 3, lost 5. Goals 4, 16. Goals against is 18. And points per game is 1.25. Right? The, like, the tweet goes on. Uh, we'll, we'll retweet it from our, from our Banter Boys account. So do check yeah. it out. But it basically kind of like goes into much more in depth. And I've had this conversation for yeah. so long. And my basic point is, if you start the midfielders as midfielders, we'll start looking as our older selves, as our be- better yeah. selves. Do you want to give a shout out to that Twitter account that uh, you got that information from? Yes. Well? So it's at Don Coplione. <laughs> nice. What a name. <laughs> it, 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 it's D O N K O P L E O N E. Don Copley one. Almost, it's like that as well. I mean, it's yeah. otherwise. Yeah, but like, it's like it's like Don Carleone yeah. instead, of, but it's like Don Copley. Oh, oh, that's that's okay, a cool okay, fantasy yeah, name. Yeah, okay, might have to might have to steal that one for the next season. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. So we we'll get off the Liverpool um hurt train. Like, yeah, you you guys are, you guys are, <laughs> just just enjoy the rest of the football. That that that's all. You know, just just hope that VVD comes back and. The e- next year is your year, as we always say. Yeah, null and void, bro. Null and void. void. Like that—that—that's all I'm about. I'm like yeah. null and void. Um, Aston Villa has to be the most improved side from last season. Has to be. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Like they finished seventeenth. They weren't even supposed to be. In the and now they're because t- of a var call. <laughs> exactly. Like the, the, yeah, yeah, exactly because of a like a botched, uh, goal line technology yeah, yeah, call. Yeah. And Sheffield United, yeah, to put the United in respect, respect. Uh, yeah, man. Respect. Uh, Villa was uh, Villa's cruise in the season. Like, I'm so happy in one of our leagues that I have Watkins, Grealish, and Target. Like, it's pretty much set and forget. I don't even worry about it at this point. I'm not even worried about these guys benching at all, at all, at all, at all. That's the one thing about Villa you must say is like all their guys are fit, like. Even Watkins is his first like season in the prem, but the guy just looks fit. <laughs> like, he... yeah, I think they rarely, yeah, rarely rotate, dude. Rarely, like it's only when their centre backs are like sent off or like are injured. Pretty much everyone is playing. Yeah, and like the odd the odd winger change, yeah. but other than that, like 
Like like there's eight, seven or eight players oh, in that in that team that are like weekend yeah. starters. Like even though Arsenal dominated that game, Villa just looked like they're getting professional results at this point. Um Brighton looked like they might stay up as well. They got some really good results in the last few game weeks. I know this kind of relates yeah, Spurs, to Spurs, Liverpool. Yeah, um but yeah. I'll say it, don't worry. <laughs> um yeah, like they they look good. It's annoying. Uh because, again, I go back to this whole Trossard rotation thing. But that's Potter, right? He kind of just fixed up that defense and he's just rotated the attack, right? Um, you know he has a master's in emotional intelligence yeah, 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 or something? I heard about that. That's pretty dope. Oh. Like, like, that is pretty dope. So, I'm assuming, like, when he coaches, it's not just athleticism. It's about mentality and, like, you're just kind of... You're, you're, you're being on a on a football pitch well, too, man right? Management, right? In training and outside well. of training, yeah, man management, exactly. Yeah, so maybe he's good at that. Um, I mean, sometimes the way he sets up a team, like I really do, like I really do question his choices. But then again, based on the options that he has to choose from, <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, exactly. Like, like he 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 is managing Brian yeah, at the end so. of the day. <laughs> um, Newcastle. Like, they got ASM back. They look so good. Miggy's like running around, having all the fun. But then Callum Wilson goes and fucks up his hamstring, and he's out for six to eight weeks. Um, would you drop him? Kayam dropped him in our league. I traded him away, like just before yeah, this with, game. Uh, Kyle, right for Chilwell. Yeah, with yeah for and Chilwell. Well, which, <laughs> neither like, you of know, you guys won that trade. Like, Chilwell doesn't yeah. play anymore. <laughs> but like you know what? Like the other side of that is that I'd have a I'd have no striker for six to eight weeks. I'd be a striker less for six to eight yeah. weeks. So, that, like, you know, like, Chilwell will still play more games in those six to eight weeks than Cal Wilson. And you know what? At some point, I, Alonso will start showing him at his actual self when Chelsea, like, you know, oh, he, uh, when it kind of... I mean, you know, you say that, but I thought he... Granted, it was against Barnsley, um, but I thought he defended okay th- today, like... His rating on SofaScore wasn't the best, but I, I thought, like, he kind of did his job. He didn't attack, but, like, when it came to defensive work, he didn't get skinned out. And again, I repeat, it was Barnsley. <laughs> so. It was yeah. Barnsley, exactly. Um, right. Yo, I was so happy to see Taki get a start. Taki take that smashing goal, bro. And ta- Exactly, <laughs> man. Start Taki, you will see goals. <laughs> Steve Bruce followed it. Uh, Only if Jurgen Klopp did. It was, uh, yeah, man, it was... It was definitely a good finish. I I do worry about his rotation because Redmond's fed Armstrong played in the cup game versus Wolves today. We're recording Thursday night, by the way, guys. Um, So I I do worry about his rotation slightly. And Southampton are coming back to strength as in they got Oriol back, KWP back, Vestigar back, all that sort of stuff. So um, it's interesting. Did I say say Steve Bruce? Bruce. I meant Asanoto. I, I meant Asanoto. In my head, when you said Steve Bruce, though, I thought you meant Willock because he also had a really good game. He he also scored though. Yeah, ninety minutes. I picked yeah. him up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good pickup. Yeah, I think that's worth a worth a good because like we talk about Frazier having good game and then we you know oh he's gonna start next game no he gets benched so you you never know what to expect with Bruce you know so be careful. Um, Antonio's hamstrings. Uh, we talked about a trade deal this week, right? Yeah, I should have pulled the trigger on yeah, it earlier. You really should have when I offered it to you before the game we kicked off. Um and it worried me to see Antonio asking to be subbed against Fulham. 
it also hurt that I had captained them in FPL. That wasn't fun. But we know West Ham are a different side without Antonio as well, right? Uh, and they don't have Haller as uh, either. So it wasn't like very yeah. positive news from um, David Moyes about it. But it's like a watch and see thing. But I thought it was a fair deal before the game we started. Like Ricardo for Antonio, I thought it was a fair deal. I I think so. I think so. I think the only the only concern is is that Ricardo's coming back from an, like a yeah. long term injury, yeah. right? Yeah. But now that you bring up Antonio and his yeah. hamstrings, right? Like it, you're right. I I just need to divest because like I have both Ben Rama and Antonio, yeah. and like you 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 know how much I don't like if it apart from Liverpool, I don't like like hoarding assets from a single team. No, I totally get that for sure. Um, so the Manchester United defense is still terrible. We can both agree, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like as long as like United fans also agree that their defense is still is very much terrible, because every once in a while we'll hear like Maguire this and Lindelof that, and like their only actual like Shaw and Juan Bissaka can defend. I mean Shaw but, Lind- like, cross all defense, of defense. Like what the fuck is that, bro? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> but like their defense all together as a unit yeah. isn't a proper defense. Like maybe maybe they're they're good, but the sum of their parts isn't as good. It just worries me that I see so many better centre backs out there. United paid so much for Maguire. It, but like in that in that sense, like it's the English hype and like buying from your rival and rival. Like and they made him captain. Leicester was their rival. I mean, Leicester is not that far behind United right now. True, and Leicester has won a title bef- like more recently than United have. So I guess they are pretty much rivals. <laughs> Oh god, okay. I can't believe we're saying Lester's arrival, man. Okay, that's crazy. That's that's messed up. Um but yeah, Bruno can't keep doing it alone, man. Uh like United will score goals, but but like Maguire and that defense is just uh I don't know, it worries me at times. Uh Kane wasn't out too long. Mourinho is a fucking liar, clearly. Uh and Yeah. <laughs> I thought he'd be out for like a few yeah, more weeks, bro. man. I think everyone was surprised to see Kane on the starting Bro, lineup. Yeah. I think Zan yeah. benched him because he thought he'd still out. And it was the early kickoff. It was like 8 a.m. here for me. Yeah, it was it was 7.30, 7 a.m. in uh, yeah. Canada in the Eastern Yo, time zone. Yo, new boy Diagne looked good. He scored like a couple offside goals and like well-taken offside goals too. Eh? So if West Brom can like maybe not bench Matias Pereira and get proper service up to him, like... They could probably score goals because I mean they're not gonna stop conceding. Like, I I don't think it's good. I don't think it's gonna happen, man. Like, they like no. You might as well try and score goals at this point, right? Because I, I I don't think it makes yeah. sense just focus on just defending and keeping the clean sheet because goals win games, right? I I I mean I'm not big Sam. He's better at like relegation escapes. Goals wins games. Okay, Michael Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Sanji you know Chandra mean. Owen. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> no, like honestly, like they really need to just—they have nothing to lose at this point, and it's basically what Sheffield is doing, right? Sheffield is starting to play with no fear. Like they have nothing to play for, and they're—they're they're making games more difficult. Like I, I feel Sheffield is coming back into form slowly right now. Yeah. Like they just they just qualified for the next round 
in the yeah. FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you're right. Like, and you said this earlier that those sort of things bring confidence to a team yeah. too. Yeah. Remember when they won that game? They came back and got a result. I think in the league, did they not? Yeah, yeah I think so. Alright. Was that the game? Was that the game after that they beat United? I don't know. Or they got a draw against they beat someone. United. I'll never forget that. Come on, let's yeah. let, let's remind United fans that they lost to Sheffield United, <laughs> and that they got they. Sheffield yeah, United. Sheffield, exactly. Yeah, Manchester lost to Sheffield United. <laughs> um, Wolves are tightening up again, and Johnny's back. Uh, I saw you picked him up, but then somebody dropped him in another league, and then I mean, you were the one that recommended him. I mean, Sanji. yeah, because they're like that's the best left wing back that they have because everyone else is trash, and I mean, but 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 that being said, he's a really good yeah, left he's wing really back. Good. But it's like one of those... It's like that Ricky situation, right? Like, he he got, like, okay-ish points in that 45 minutes that he played, right? I think he got taken off as precaution. Yeah, that's the thing. He Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, the only the only advantage I think Ricardo had is that he had more time easing into the squad. Yeah. Right? Like, he played some of those, like, under-23 games. And he played the couple of, like, Europa games yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... But I don't think Johnny had that opportunity... So it's just like okay, cool. Like, like I picked him up, but I know that like he won't get ninety minutes immediately. Like he got forty five minutes last last game week. Maybe he'll get sixty minutes or fifty five minutes this game week. So it's just one of those things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, quick note on us, Chelsea. Like, uh, Timo's starting to pick up some form, pick up some points and stuff. But apparently, he has get a assists. dead leg or something like that. Well, I mean, Timo's playing in a better position now, right? The way he's kind of tactically setting up his team. Yeah. Cool. Um, Did he play in the FA Cup no, game? No, he dead leg. I don't think he was even in the squad, right? Uh, Alonso played 45 minutes, got taken off early. Reese James played 45 minutes as well, like came on as second half sub. Uh, Chilwell was on the bench, didn't get any minutes at all. Man, I feel like Alonso might be trumping Chilwell for the rest of the season. I just have this weird feeling. I don't know. Like I said, like I think eventually Alonzo will show his actual self. Yeah, maybe. You never know. But like the the thing that worries me is seeing Chilwell get subbed a second time. That doesn't look good. Yeah, like you know, like when you saw that, you're just like, man, like this Chilwell does not deserve this. Yeah, it doesn't look good. And uh, Thiago Silva being out worries me slightly in terms of the clean sheet because I... <laughs> You know, I paid for picking Rudiger because I warned people. I think at, Ru- at times Rudiger <laughs> can be a serious liability, right? And it showed again. So yeah, gr- great, great goal though. The yeah, great yeah, he finish. called offside immediately. He was so confident. <laughs> Fucking guy. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, for us, I still think like we look good for the clean sheet just because of how we're um, so possession based now. Uh, and again, yeah, uh, Jorginho and Kovacic are probably two of your best, safest picks right now from Chelsea. As crazy as it sounds, because uh, until like Thiago Silva's back, I don't think you can say that Chelsea clean sheet is like a hundred percent because of that like experience, right? And like that swag, the way he played against Spurs, man, before he got injured, it was just like oh, oozing class, man. No fear. It's just some of his turns on the ball are just so sexy. Anyways, um, last point I wanted to note was uh, no Zaha, Crystal Palace don't score, they struggle. Struggle so much that Leeds keeps a clean sheet. Anyways, um, 
I want to yeah. run through uh, the suspension injury mention stuff, and then I guess we can run through uh, and catch up on our OG League and Banta boys, yeah? I mean, I lost, so it's mostly you. <laughs> um, all right, let's just do the uh, suspensions and injury stuff then. Uh, so Partey and Tierney should be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, there's positive news about them. Like Tierney should be back in training next week as well. Tierney a bit later. Uh, March is out until May. So I hope you told your brother, Rafi, that he should probably drop March now. Well, you know what? In the chat, in our chat, I told him that Sanji called you up by name because you have Sonny March. He said, like, take out Sonny yeah. March. And he lost because of that. Because if he played Che Adams, I think he would have won. There you go. You would have beat Neeraj, bro. See, listen to without listen KDB. to the Bantam Boys podcast, and you're gonna win, right? Just like Andres uh, from Twitter. You know, you know what he told What's me. Up? You know, you know what he told me when I told him, like, listen to the podcast, you might get more advice. I don't know if I said this. He goes like, yeah, because he, he, like it's my younger brother, right? So he goes, yeah, I I, I play the podcast, and then uh, Abhay, that's what he calls me. Abhay, as soon as I I hear your voice, I shut it off because I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's a solid reason. I can't argue with that, bro. Like, <laughs> all right. Um, so Webster might have a slight ankle knock. Uh, so, I I mean, there might be a slight worry if he is actually missing that game for Brighton's clean sheet because he has been an integral part of that, uh, I guess, con- consistent uh, thing that Potter has integrated into that defense. Yeah. Um, Pope and Cork, they were reportedly having knocks, but now Pope was back in training and stuff, so I think he should be good for the game. So that Pope Tarkowski me equation should be good to go for that double game week. Uh, Brady, Wood, Brownhill, Taylor are a bit more serious in terms of like kind of caution with it. So we'll talk about replacements for those guys in the double game week a bit later on, like in the second half of the pod. Uh, Werner Deadleg, like I mentioned, he didn't play in the FA Cup game, uh, so it's a watch and see. Tilva's gonna be out for a little while. Zaha's out for a, a long while, possibly. There's like no sort of, I didn't see any return to play date for him, right? Uh, so Palace could really, really struggle. Uh, Hammers is kind of recovering as well. Um, I know Everton possibly missing, uh, DCL. They had that 120 minute game against Spurs. I don't know if you saw that, Ross. 5 4. What a. Cracking game, mate. Man, I gotta work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Make the money, man. <laughs> Somebody's gotta feed the banter boys, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, look out for the DCL hammy issue, right? Uh, you're gonna wa- want to watch out for the pressers. So by the time you listen to this, you're probably gonna see the that news as well. Uh, same thing with Dinia. He kind of did sub off, but I'm hoping that is more fatigue. Uh, Rodrigo is still out for a while, uh, Strike played centre-back for Leeds, so Island got his full-back spot, and looked really, really good, not gonna lie, he got forward quite a lot. Uh, Justin got stretched off, by the way, in the FA Cup game. Uh, there were talks about Roger saying how he kinda walked it off after and was fine, so it might be a watch and see, but to get stretched off is kinda big, so, I don't know, it, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a tricky one, that, because Castania's still out, right? Uh, Soyuncu should get his spot back as well because Fofana's injured for a while. Um, in terms of Liverpool, Matip, Keita, Gomez, VVD, all still out, right? For a while, I think, Ross? Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe the only... Like, I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't know about Keita, but Matip, Gomez, and Van Dijk are basically, basically write-offs for the rest okay. of the season. Uh, any Jota update? I think it's like individual okay. training. I think we'll get more news... Hopefully in the upcoming okay. game week, like I think, 
I think if we get lucky, he, we might see him on the bench against yeah. Leicester and against Leipzig. He might actually get some actual okay. playing time. So okay. soon. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so Man City, Diaz was sick. Apparently, he was um, like releasing fluids from both ends of his body. TMI. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rodrigo was Ooh. subbed in that cup game, but uh, he trained, so he should be okay. Fernandinho has niggles, apparently, to Pep, uh, according to Pep. Uh, so who knows if he's going to be okay. Uh, KDB and Kun are still out, but Kun was pictured, like, all smiley and stuff. So who knows? Kun might be back a lot sooner than KDB for sure. Because I feel like he's going to rest KDB for Champions League. Pep really wants that Champions League trophy. Uh, Pogba's injured out for a while, so Bruno's going to be... Smashing it, I think, while he's out. Uh, Callum Wilson for Newcastle, like we said, out for 68 weeks. Hendrick is suspended because of that red card. Sharon Manquillo picked up injuries, while Lascelles and Fernandez should be coming back. For Sheffield United, Baldock and Stevens are doubts still, so Bogle might be playing that wingback role. Uh, so he looked decent, and he seems to have a, a fairly good goal threat as well. Um, for Saints, Armstrong played in the cup game, scored, scored like took a really, really good goal against Wolves today. Uh, Walcott is still out, so Taki and Armstrong might be fighting for minutes with Redmond. Uh, for Spurs, Ori might be injured, so watch out for Doherty, right? He played in the cup game as well. Uh, Reguillon might still be out as well, and I think that is also a big thing for Kane's output, like a big blow. And uh, Gianno, Giovanni Lo Celso yeah. as well is still out. Uh, for West Ham, again, Antonio is a watch-and-see with those hamstrings, right? Uh, in the midweek as well, FA Cup, Ogbonna got injured, Diop came on for him. I'm not sure if Balbuena comes in, because that apparently, I think, was the original sub, but they had to change it last minute and give it to Diop, who I believe was also taken off for some concussion issues. So, yeah, uh, you know, might want to watch up, uh, that defensive shakeup. uh, for West Ham, because Ogbonna, I believe, has been an integral part um, for keeping like those clean sheets as well. Uh, oh, and Sucha got his red card overturned, right? So he'll be back as well. Uh, and <laughs> la- lastly, for Wolves, uh, Podence, Boli, Marcel, and Jimmy are out, still injured. So, I mean, keep an eye on Johnny as he's eased back into the squad. Yeah, he only played 45 minutes this game uh, yeah. against the Southampton in the yeah. Cup game. Yeah. 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 So, All right, let's uh, before we go to the halftime, let's catch up in our leagues. How'd you do in our OG league? Yeah. Cool. I lo- <laughs> like like I said, like I lost in both, both of and, them, and really. I, wow. And like yeah, like I don't like I I don't I don't particularly want to talk about it cuz like it was just like a bad game week for me, man. Is there anything so, you regret not doing in terms of lineups or pickups during the game week? Oh, oh man! Like it, I, so I traded, so I traded Abba for yeah. Werner, and it, had I had I like not done that, I would have actually won against Daniel. That's that's but pretty. Shoulda, woulda, yeah, coulda. That's pretty you annoying, know? man. Um. Yeah, I also lost in our OG league, and it was pretty annoying because. <laughs> it, 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 it's one of those questions on our Twitter uh, thing, actually. Do you pick up... Um, <laughs> not to ruin your question, Ross, but it's kind of related. <laughs> I, I'm not going to read out your question yet, but I should have picked up a player that we've been recommending for a while. And I, for some reason, I th- wasn't even thinking properly, and I just went for 
you know, I'm going to pick up this guy because I don't want my opponent to go pick him up. And what happened? My opponent went for the guy I should have went and picked up, right? Um, so basically, I should have gone for Kovacic, who ended up getting 8.5 points in our league because we play with a slightly different scoring format. And I went for Olivier Giroud instead, who got, what, like one point or some shit? And Hakim Ziyech didn't uh, play at all. So I basically played with only nine players and lost by under 10 points. So it was quite frustrating to lose by that amount. But the opposing manager dropped Pulisic in that process. So did I lose so... in the long run? <laughs> I felt like I, I lost the battle, but I won the war. You know? Right, because like... Like, we're not catching up to Neeraj anytime soon. So, it's literally about 2 to 6. Yeah. Or 2 to 7, 2 to 8 right now. But, I mean, I don't blame him for dropping Pulisic because he's got the likes of James Rodriguez and Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, and, like... A- and Patrick like, Bamford and Pedro Neto, who seems to be playing, like, a 1-1. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, gar- guaranteed minutes, right? At the moment. <laughs> guaranteed minutes, yeah. Like, it's all about guaranteed minutes at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and, and you know what? I should have probably also dropped Laporte when he wasn't starting. Like, that was... I should have just accepted that that was like... You know what? I picked him up when I got him, and I played him for the two games. Take the points that you get, and just drop him at that point, right? Because I, I, you want to try and play, like, a full roster, if you can, right? I, the hard thing is holding yeah. on to injured players when you don't have IR spots. But whatever, um, take uh, I'll take the loss. But I think I, I did a decent job on the waivers as well, managed to get back Alonso. So we'll talk about that in terms of the picks and stuff coming up. But we look at our table again, Ross. I'm still in second. You're still in fifth, right? Um, though uh, your elder brother, Rohail, is starting to catch up, right? Uh, he's in seventh right now on 31 mm-hmm. points. Sixth place is our... Veteran Mr. Karani, Donald Karani, you know, um, rocking in with 37 points. Uh, and you're on 39 points and are in fifth place. So it's starting to get a little sticky for you. You're, you're going to want to try and open up that gap, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm, but yeah, I'm in second place, six you, points behind first place, right? uh, Neeraj. Yeah, you're playing me this game week. I, I'm not going to promise an easy matchup because I'm coming all, out of a loss as well, right? Uh, and I think I might yeah, have more minutes. Yeah, and you have more minutes Dude, than we're not, me. we're supposed to do the tweet, by the way, for the minutes. We need to do that. The the double game week minutes hint, remember? We made the note, but we never tweeted it. Yeah! <laughs> we're supposed to take a screenshot of that. We're supposed to do that. You're right, you're right. I'll take a screenshot of it now and post it on our WhatsApp. Go for it. Okay, so let's jump across to our OG league then, Ross. How are you doing there? Win? Loss? Banter Boys League, you mean? Oh yeah, Banter Boys League. Sorry. I said, like I said, like I, I lost in both, like I and like this was the game week that Harry Kane came back. So my opponent had Harry Kane and Son, and of course we know what happens when That's you know. Really unfortunate, man. I really did not like. I was so surprised to see Harry Kane starting. Like I don't understand how we started against West Brom, got rested against us, and then was on the bench against Everton for the FA Cup. Like, starting the game. When I saw that, I was just like, what? That makes no sense. Like, you basically started your best player against the weakest team when you didn't need to. Like, if you got injured in that game, you'd have been fucked. Absolutely fucked, mate. <laughs> um, but, again, any sort of, like, 
moves that you feel like you should have done differently in your matchup? Um, like play Bamford over Chilwell. Like, but like, I like it was it was a very last minute move for me. I don't know why I made that move, but I was like, man, like Chilwell starting against Sheffield. Like, are we like who would have expected a Rudiger own goal? Yeah. Right. So yeah, and I I mean he was fairly blessed for points, right? Uh, because McTominay scored for him, Luke Ayling kept a clean sheet, so a few things kind of went his way, right? <laughs> Yeah, Ducore. Yeah, Ducore as well, getting a goal and assist. Yeah, for sure. Things definitely went his way. Um, so, for me, sixth win in a row in our Banzer Boys League. Very happy about that. I've kind of gotten to the point with that league that I don't need to even change my lineup, pick up anyone, set anyone. Like like I said, I love that team because it's pretty much centered around Watkins, Grealish, and Target. And like the team is just purring along. Um, but unfortunately, first place keeps winning. Uh, Manos from Greece. Uh, so only three points behind yeah. him, but at least I'm. I believe I surpassed Kyle, Kyle on like points four. So you know what? It's it's gonna be um, it's gonna be a fun race to the end. It, it's too bad we don't have perks in this league, right? Um, Ross, though, I am slightly concerned, mate. You're starting to pick up a couple of losses, and now nothing has closed the gap somewhat. So it's now a 11-point gap uh, between you and 7th place. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, let's see what happens. Honestly, like, <laughs> fancy. Like, when your team does well, like, you get more into it and, like, you want to make those picks. And then, like, you, then, like when you start losing, you start challenging or you doubt, you doubt yourself and then, like, you end up just playing yeah. yourself. So well, all right. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. It's a, it's a long season. Yeah, it's it a, long a long season. season. Well, you know what? In you know what might help you is some of the questions uh, that we had some listeners and some uh, fans uh, send in for us on Twitter. So thank you so much to those guys. So what we'll do now is take our halftime point break, right? And Ross, uh, we'll address those questions when we come back. And then run through our uh, prediction results from the last game week. Uh, and then our upcoming predictions and picks for the game week 24, the double game week, right? Lots to talk about there. Right? Yeah. So we will see you after the break. And we are back. You know, we probably should have started the pod with, it's a double game week. This week. And it's a double game week next week. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> no fucks given whatsoever. Quality content here, Sanji. That, that, that's the quality you get on the, on the Band of Boys podcast, you know. Um, Alright, Ross. Why don't we run through those Twitter questions that we got from our listeners? So the f- uh, the first question we have is from Juggles Bonito um, handles at Juggles underscore Bonito twenty one. Right. The question is thoughts on dropping a de- decent single game week player in favor of chasing double game week players for the next three game weeks. I wish you kind of give us an example. <laughs> No, but yeah, I, I get that. 
Like, okay, we can pull up an example. Like, who are you going to drop, like, as a single game week? Okay, so, like, Sufal, let's say. Decent, like, defender, right? Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a relatable example. So I have Sufal, and let's say Eric Peters is free. Would you drop Sufal for Eric Peters? Yeah, uh, I, I think I would. Because, right? Yeah. Uh, Burnley are playing... Crystal Palace? And they're playing... Look, you gotta look at the matchups yeah, too, playing, right? I believe Crystal Palace and Fulham, right? Yeah. So, like, at least one clean sheet in my opinion. Possibly two. Well, I mean, Crystal Palace doesn't and have then, Zaha, right? Yeah. And Fulham, get, Fulham are, like, inconsistent on, like, their goal-scoring ability. So, yeah, like, if you can somehow snag two clean sheets in that... Yeah, I think it's worth it. Why not? Because you even look at Game Week 25, Burnley play West Brom. And it's not like West Brom is scoring goals right now. So, mm-hmm. it, it's a def- decent shout. So, like, double Game Week options, I'd say, is, like, Charlie Taylor, Matthew Lowton, right? Uh, you go for, like, Westwood. Um, you maybe pick up, uh, you know, uh, Goodmanson, um, Vidra. But, yeah, we'll run through those with the picks. So, I think, yeah... You can you can definitely do that. Um, is there any single game week player that you wouldn't drop for a double game week player? Maybe like the United guys. Like yeah, like a like a top six team one. Yeah. Like I wouldn't drop like Jamie Vardy or Harvey Barnes at this moment. Okay, so like if you had to choose right now with the DCL news as well, right? Would you start Cavani or would you start DCL in your roster? Cavani. Right? Because DCL's yeah. second game is versus City as well. And you're not really expecting a lot from that. Even if he's mm-hmm. back for that. So that's a good question. Yeah. So thank you so much for that, man. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, next question. So keeping in check with the double game week. So Kayam at Faltuinsan. Faltuinsan means useless person. <laughs> uh, you know, useless useless podcast, Faltu podcast, Faltu and San. There you go, and uh, that's your Urdu lesson for today or this week. <laughs> uh, so Khayam asked, just picked up Goodmanson for the double game week. Thoughts? He took his goal quite well. Like he struck the ball quite well. I think I think it's a great pick for the double game week. Like I I have him recommended later on in our picks. I think like he's very much still available. For players, he seems to be starting and like playing decent minutes too. And even without the goals and assists, he still has like seven, eight points in him. So I think it's a good check. Yeah, it, like if I look back, um, didn't he actually play ninety minutes against Brighton? Like Berg is one of those guys that struggled for fitness quite a lot over the past few seasons, right? So that's my only worry about him is he tends to get injured quite a lot, right? Yeah. Because I, w- I would rather have, like, McNeil, I would rather have Westwood over Berg. Because I think those guys also te- take set pieces and take corners over Berg. But, yo, like, he is one of those goats, right? Of I, 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 you know, You know, I call him Goat Munson. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. Like one, like, one season, he literally... Like got me to playoffs. Like he was scoring every other game, yeah, and assisting every other game. Like yeah. it was unreal. I think it's a good pick, though. Yeah, definitely start him for sure. All right, next one. Next up, so from Rosen at Ro Rosen one two three, 
do you see any upside to keep Genie? Do you want to tackle this one before I take a pop at it? Like, if if Fabinho, if Hendo at least comes back into the midfield, and hopefully, like, you know, he actually plays two centre-backs instead of Fabinho and a centre-back, right? If he plays Davies or Phillips or whoever. So if Fabinho and Hendo come back in the midfield, I think Genie gives way and Thiago is the third midfielder. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, yeah, because like Fabinho and Hendo have to be those starting mids. Like everyone else is going to battle out for a position, right? Yeah. Yeah, like Genie's a, a a very tricky one. Um because I think it really depends on your scoring format as well cuz I'm I I don't say like every season, but especially this season like Liverpool have had to move personnel around in that midfield quite a bit, right? So to expect that sort of consistent performance in terms of a points output from Genie is hard to hard to say, right? Yeah, and his role for Liverpool is so much more different than what his role for other teams has been. Yeah. Right? Like he's yeah. not a creative player in Liverpool. He's not a goal scorer in Liverpool. But he's just a running machine. Yeah. Right? You don't he does get what points. he needs you don't to do po- at that point in time. Yeah. yeah. You either get lucky with points with a goal, like a random goal or something like that. Exactly. Or like he does like nothing, but when he probably was the most influential person in the game, right? Like, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like his his role for Liverpool is so different than his role for other teams that yeah. like even even without a goal and says he averages, what, maybe six points a game or something. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things. And like Genie has this weird thing that like, like he, he doesn't, like, he's only scored, like, two or three goals away from home or something. Yeah. In all of his club football career. Yeah. Like, even when he was at Newcastle, uh, even when he was at Fairnude, PSV. Like, okay, the, the the thing is, for me, like, for a player like Genie, I would rather use that spot as, like, a flexible spot rather than hold Genie all season. Like, I'd rather be streaming players like, okay... I'm going to pick up this guy because he's starting this week. Like, just try and punt on random players sort of thing, right? Based on the fixtures. I'd rather do that than hold Genie. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next question. Next question. So, we have a question from Nathan at Bukun04. What do you think about El Ghazi for next few game weeks? Ooh, we talked about this a few times. I can I can actually I can actually answer this really well because like I've actually looked more into this. Yeah, go for it then, man. So, one thing I immediately notice is that so right now the spot is either between Al Ghazi or Bertrand Traore. Yeah. Right, like that's that's the difference on who who you're starting. Bertrand Traore is better for Aston Villa's overall defense and has a goal and assist in him. Al Ghazi isn't the best finisher, but he gets in great upper great great positions, right? So, mm-hmm. I think at the moment, Bertrand, it's Bertrand Traore's spot to lose, barring an injury, right? But, like, defensively, Aston Villa are a lot better with Bertrand Traore in that team. Like, sometimes Bertrand Traore will just play on that midfield and support whoever, like, Maddie Cash, right? Right back? Yeah. Uh, he'll yeah. support Maddie Cash, right? And, like, obviously he'll go forward, but, like, he won't su- super push forward because you've got Grealish, Barkley, and Ollie Watkins kind of doing that, doing that for him, right? So that's that's my main thought is that at the moment it's Bertrand's position to lose, mm-hmm. but when Al Ghazi starts, like he gets into great positions, he has a super high ceiling. Like we saw that when he was starting regularly for for Villa on the on the left hand side, 
And like he just shoots from anywhere and just gets the ball on net. So that's two points right there. So that's that's kind of what my thought is. Like at the moment, I think he's not gonna start because defensively, Aston Villa are better with Bertrand Traore in the team than Al Ghazi. Yeah, I mean, you could try and trade for um, Al Ghazi. Sorry. Oh, hold on to him. Like I don't have him in any of my leagues. Uh. I, I think there are better options. Because the thing is, I like to keep players that play 90 minutes as much as possible on my roster, right? Like, I would rather have a, a selection headache every game week, right? Rather than struggling to find players or fighting with myself, like, should I drop El Ghazi? Like, what if he starts next game week? Like, he's not starting now. Or should I risk starting him? He could come off the bench and get points, right? It's tough in those situations where you don't play with auto-subs as well. Yeah. I feel like if you play with auto-subs, it's easier to hold them. Yeah. But, like, it's, again, it's one of those, like, genie-type things, right? Like, it's a flex flex position, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know if he's a player, in my opinion, that you hold week in, week out. Like, you just have to be lucky if you're able to pick him up off the free agent when he's starting. Yeah, I agree. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, next question. Alright, next one. Uh, so we have a two-parter yeah. from Zan Sayin at Zan0412. How long would you keep a premium injured player on your bench? Alternatively, if an injured player is dropped, how many weeks before would you pick him up before anticipated return? That's such a long and detailed question, Zayn. <laughs> no examples. Yeah, it sucks without having like it. It kind of sucks that you don't. We don't play with an IL spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In our or I guess I, I guess IL is football in, in Zane's league. Yeah, in the league, good Zane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh that's that's interesting. So I I guess I mean we kind of came across that situation with like Luca Dean. Luca Dean, like I pick up Reg, Raguyon. Yeah, you picked up Reg, even though he's injured. I I think he's like one of those premium fullbacks. I wouldn't say he's like like a top 10 defender. Like he's he's not he's no Robbo or Luka Dean or like even Trent in his no, prime, no, right? No, 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 but no. like I think he's yeah, just yeah, below yeah. that. Arguably, I I think Anthony Robinson's better than him or as good as him from a point output perspective on fan tracks. I'm not saying like a real life footballer perspective. But I, I like I'm talking about in terms of like ceiling, like uh, uh, like Rugulian, Rugulian. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Zuben, you had him for a while. Reggie, 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 yeah, Reggie. Reg. Reg. We call him Reggie. Reg. Uh, yeah. Like more of a clean sheet potential too, right? In the Tottenham Hotspur team. Well, actually, as well as assist potential, because I would think that you get more goals from Spurs than you do from Fulham. So exactly, yeah. Yeah. But to answer Zen's question, it's one of those weird things. Like, you, you, you don't want to wait too late. So, in my opinion, I don't think you should be using, like, a lot of fab dollars or a lot of, especially if players are out, depending on when they're out, right? So, if you can get a player on free and they're maybe three or four weeks out, then I think it's, like, then I think it's decent. But, like, if the players come, like, but if the player's been out for like you know a few a few weeks and he's gonna be out for a couple of months, I don't think you should be using your waiver position or your a lot of fab dollars on a player like that. But like and you like then you kind of have to gauge it and like if you can pick him up for free, then great. And like I think my cap is like 
three weeks. Three weeks is what I kind of look at. Like, and also it depends on your roster situation, right? It depends on how many players you have that can start every game consistently, right? Or at least get, let's say, 60 minutes in a game, right? So if you can guarantee that you have a starting 11 week in, week out, then for sure, go for it. Go pick up that premium option. Like Callum Wilson, I'm pretty sure people are going to be dropping him, right? Because he's out for 68 weeks. Mm -hmm. So like, if in like a month, you've fixed up whatever issues you have in your squad, right? And you can go pick up Callum Wilson and just bench him until playoffs. I'd do that. Why not? Wilson's pretty much nailed spot in that team is on penalties, right? He's already in double digits goals for the season. I mean, the, in, the like, again, the injury is, like, kind of serious. 68 weeks is quite fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> and the other side of that is that if you're in playoff contention or if you're in, like, one of the playoff spots right now, like, you got to also kind of take, take a look from that perspective too, right? Like, if you can, like, for sure, uh, like, qualify for playoffs, this, like, players like Reg, player like, players like Callum Wilson, these are game changers. These are, like, you know... Like, you know, they can, like, really help out your team during playoffs. Yeah, it's probably better risk uh, for people that are higher up in their tables, for sure. Like, if you're scrapping around, fighting to make that sixth spot, like, I don't think it's good to hoard the injured players, right? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you hoard an injured player, maybe you can sell him for fab money later on as well. Anyways, let's jump to the next question. Um, so Seth F. Mahmoud, uh, asks, what's your pick of the transfer window so far? Oof. Pick of which transfer window? <laughs> both? We can do both, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pick as in, like, fan tracks pick? I, it would have to be, right? I guess Obviously, so, yeah. I guess so. Fan tracks pick. My, like mine is mine is getting James Rodriguez for forty dollars, forty five dollars. Oh, that's how he meant that question. Maybe like I don't know, like okay. like like is that what is that what I thought he meant? I thought he meant like the new guys that have been like smashing good picks this season. So like James, for example, would be a great fan track. One of the big like fan tracks picks from this season. Right? Yeah, I think so. I think Ollie Watkins was another big fan tracks pick from this season. Like he didn't start too good. But then, like, he's kind of picked up form, especially for the amount of chances that uh, Aston Villa create. Like, Matty Cash has been a, another good addition. Reggie from Spurs yeah, was another good um, addition to the fan tracks. Uh, who else can we can we look at? Do you want to talk about the uh, flop, the transfer season flops? Doherty is the first one I think of. Bale's the first one I think of, bro. Bro, I spent my first waiver pick on him. I can't believe I did Bro, that. Orva spent $97 on Bale. I know, and we only give him 100 to spend for the season. It's quite hilarious. It's quite funny. But, but you know what? He, he he did end up trading high when he got Cavani. So... Uh, oh, bro. Yeah, and okay, we were arguing about this, and you were like, no, bro, he got the better deal. Definitely, Orva got the better deal, right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know what... I really don't know what Danny's on this season, mate. But but like apparently Bale's out. Yeah, he's playing golf. Like like one of those things. He has a he's feeling uncomfortable, and the analysis on fan tracks is that Bale is probably not going to play anymore because he's been pretty disappointed that he hasn't really featured anymore in like league games. 
But like, bro, Bale, like you've been playing like shit. The 61 minutes that you did play against Brighton were absolute trash. He he just really wants to work on a stroke, man. Why are you hating on the guy? Then he should be a goalie. <laughs> Wait, yeah, use his hands. Like he'll one. be using his hands, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Um. So this question's from Andres. Uh, Posada. I hope I pronounced your name right. Oh wait, wait, one, one, one more, one more before we jump to the next question. Sorry. Um, another like couple of new assets. Can 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 we shout out as well? I really do want to throw them out. It's all the Leeds guys. Fucking love Leeds being in the league. All these attacking points: Jack Harrison, Rafinha, Patrick Bamford, right? Yeah, Stuart Dallas. Um, Ca- Cancelo finally getting a chance, and Thomas Suchek being an absolute uh, midfield monster. Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz being a ca- uh, clean sheet consistency. Yeah. Probably one of the center backs of the season so far. Oh, the center back yeah. of the season. Has to be, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Let's jump to Andres' question. Yeah. Uh, so Andres asked, All right, ladies and gents, I have a question. Is Siggy officially droppable or is he a good backup plan if James Rodriguez gets injured? Also, is Bamford consistent enough to be called a forward one? Ooh, love those questions. Thank you, Andres. Uh, Siggy. He had a great cup game against Spurs. I think he got like three assists and a goal. And he took the penalty, right? So he might take penalties off off Rich. And Hamez is not like 100% fit, I think. So I think, like, if especially if DCL is out, like, it's worth a gamble on Sigurdsson, I think. For sure. Like, go pick him up. I think it's worth a shout, right? Mm-hmm. And with respect to Bamford being a one-striker, yeah, like... All, all the op- other options have kind of been shit this season, to be honest, right? Like, I mean, if you think of, like, some of the top five forwards that I can rattle off right away is, like, Hurricane, Son, Salamane, uh, Salah, DCL, Bamford. Like, like yeah, Ma- but Mane's been in and out. Oh, like, do you thing, mean before right? the season or after the season? Like, Like, before the season started? Or do you mean, like, right now? Oh, like, right now. Oh yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, I thought you meant before the season started. Like, okay, if you if you're going for goal scorers, like, okay, so in my draft when I went for Martial as one of my first or second picks when I was first like, pick, and, uh, let's like yeah, first pick. Like, don't 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 rewrite the facts here. <laughs> you went for a first pick. <laughs> Fucking dick. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Uh, yeah, he was my first pick. All right, I'm I ain't, I ain't ashamed of that. Um. But I would probably, arguably, if we had to, like, you know, Soraya brought up that idea of doing, like, halfway point season drafts, which I think is really cool, right? I would definitely draft Bamford before Martial, right? Yeah. Like, now that Martial's also lost his starting spot. Bamford, like, as much shit as we were giving him in preseason, the guy just keeps getting chances. And how can you bench someone that plays FPL, man? Yeah. Like, how, how can you... Like... And, like, he lets us know when he starts him, starts himself or benches himself. So, like, you know... There you go, bro. Done. GG. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Bamford is definitely, I think, uh, in that round one striker category uh, argument. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Because um, he's outscoring Bobby and, and Timo and shit, man. Like, the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, next question. No, next question. We have uh, one more. Like, technically, I also asked the question, too. But we'll see if we have time (laughs) for that. Uh, So, Daniel at Daniel Karani asked, 
which player would be a good investment uh that is a player with ownership of less than 50% and has a potential to be a game changer by the time of playoffs oh he'd have to listen to our picks section which we're going to cover next <laughs> i think i think one of the big things is look look out for players who will be on teams that are fighting for europe european spots and fighting for like like fighting a relegation battle. So I'm first, first couple of players that kind of come to my mind are the likes of like a Brighton. If like Leicester is still kind of fighting, fighting for top four, right? Even though they're third right now, we don't know what the season will be like towards that game week 34, 35. So a Brighton might be one of those players that I think is a big game changer. And I think a bunch of Sheffield players who, if they're not relegated uh, by game week, 34 35 have like you know huge potential considering like they'll be fighting for their lives Sheffield players Fulham players too so the likes of uh Ruben Loftus-Cheek Ivan Cavallero I think these are huge players Bobby Del Cordova Reed and like I don't really I don't know I don't really I think West Brom will get relegated first in all honesty but like apart from like Matias Pereira I don't see Maybe Diane, Diagne, and buy Diagne for West yeah. Brom. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. He looks. He definitely knows how to score goals. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Do you have any players in mind that would be good investments at the moment? I mean, like I said, I would just keep listening to her predictions and pick section, right? Because every episode we talk about these under fifty percent picks that we go for. Right now, if I had to go with someone like Blind Shot, who could potentially be a game changer, maybe Josh King, because of this whole DCL hamstring issue that seems to be a bit reoccurring. Maybe, like, Josh has this, like, run of games where he gets goals, right, while DCL's injured. Yeah, I was also thinking of Josh King. We we don't know the extent of it, right? Um. Also, there's this guy that keeps popping up, and I really don't know enough about him, but apparently everyone keeps referring to the Sunderland Till I Die uh, series. This guy, Josh Maja? Have you heard about him? No. No? Okay, so he I think he like played for Bordeaux. Okay. Um, so he was like a new transfer um, to Fulham, so I, I don't know too much about him, so... I, I, that's why it's hard for me to recommend him, but I've been hearing a lot about this guy's name. So, I mean, if any of the listeners have some information or, like, articles or links, uh, like, some homework about him, like, do send, like, share. We'd love to share it with our listeners as well. Um, uh, yeah, l- like I said, it, it's it's a tough one to, to sit down and say right now 50% on the 50%. Uh, hmm. Uh, <laughs> Listen to our section. What can I say, Danny? I'm sorry. Sorry to be... Sorry to have a disappointing answer for Daniel, that. Daniel, I gave you a proper answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You actually had a really good answer for that. All right. Uh, is that it? I mean, we have... like I, I feel like that question really leads into the next question that I asked. Which is your question, basically. And Sanji, Sanji I, I, I will point this out to you because you know my philosophy on this is how often do you pick up players that you suggest? I would say seven out of ten times. 
bullshit. No, because the other two times I listened to you, and then the last time I listened to the other person in the universe that is just trying to lead me astray. I mean, I've listened to you twice this season, and I've gotten it right. Yeah, like, but you know, my, my philosophy is I would only recommend players that I would p- go pick up if I had the opportunity to, right? Yeah. So, like, Sanji, we had this conversation, like, you suggested Johnny, and you questioned when I picked up Johnny, and then I'm just like, then why are you suggesting Johnny if, like, you know, if you are, like, kind of question that pick too, right? So, like... Because when I suggested him, it was before that match. And I have doubts because he came off after 45 but, minutes. Like, but, I mean, it's positive news that he wasn't re-injured. So. Yeah, like, I don't think he is... Re- I don't think he got re-injured because he's... I think 45 minutes is kind of, like, the max that he... Like, they want to, like... Uh, NES wants to play him at the moment. Because, like, I don't think he's had the opportunity, like Ricardo did, to play Europa... To play with the under twenty three team because like they had the they had Castagne playing and they have such like depth in the fullback positions right even Albrighton can play for uh for Leicester but with Johnny's situation like Marcel's injured right Al Nuri is not that great like he has he like apart from his first game he hasn't been playing that well uh who else Sice often plays in that role Max Kilman plays in that role. Uh, whoever, or whoever, who, whoever, whatever, um, whichever. Uh, he's like he often plays in that role, but Johnny supersedes all of those players. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I did not take my own advice, and I paid for it. This yeah, week, like, so maybe I should definitely do it. <laughs> yeah, even Andres himself like messaged uh us on Twitter and was saying like, yeah, definitely. Some of your like punts on Twitter have helped me win game weeks. And I'm here sitting, why the hell don't I listen to us? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I, I, you know, you know when you sometimes put my name on tweets and sometimes when I'm actually like, uh, like awake and stuff and I tweet, I actually mention that like, I'm putting my name behind these tweets because I picked up this player, right? Sometimes I pay for it, but <laughs> yeah. like, sometimes I yeah. like get it absolute bang on. Yeah. All right. Um, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, guys. Um, so, yeah, we'll respond to that tag, everybody. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Hopefully, we'll get more for the next time we record as well. So, let us uh, run through predictions and picks, right? Because uh, we've run quite a long while so far. It's already an hour. Yeah, end. let's do this real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, results, by the way, from last week's predictions. I beat you 5-4. to four. Yeah, yeah. Another close one. Yeah, another close one. All right, let's go through. First game, Leicester versus Liverpool. 2-2. <laughs> I love the picks. I can't wait for the picks. 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> I can't wait for the picks. Oh, I love what he wrote down. 2-2? Two, two? What? You think... You, I, I think you guys need to respond, man. Yeah, but I... If James Justin is actually missing, I think Salah will have a good game. If James Justin is playing, I think he's going to own Salah. Because he pretty much controlled uh, Traore in that game, I thought. Like, he handled them most of the time. Kind of, kind of. It's kind of hard to contain Traore, though. Really hard. Yeah, man, put on baby oil. <laughs> yeah, all the baby oil. <laughs> Jurgens. Uh, one, two... Uh, so, but yeah, 2-1 to Liverpool. What am I saying? I'm, like, ring at 1-2 Leicester. But yeah, I'll give Liverpool that win. Like, you know, I, I there's this tweet that said that we only beat teams that start with... L and belong in London or some shit? 
Oh yeah, no team start with uh start with C or uh or are in C D of L. So or something like that. Whatever. Like I don't know. Um. Okay, so you're definitely beating Leicester then, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying two two draw, two two draw. <laughs> but you're right. Like our away form last two away games have been West Ham and Spurs, and both we won three one. So. It's the only reason you're not fighting relegation right now. I swear to God. Like, start of the season, <laughs> it was our home form. Uh, what's your pick for Leicester? No one. Absolutely no one. Oh, Liverpool. Sorry. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool. Absolutely no, no one. We're playing like trash. And I think we might have to see a couple of game weeks on who's actually going to start for Liverpool. Right? Uh, so, like, I, if you have Liverpool assets, that's great. Like, you would still start the likes of Mane. Mane, Robbo, Bobby, B- Bobby, maybe not, man. Salah, uh, <laughs> Thiago, but, but like wait and see on who's like the like midfielding midfield uh, trio and the center back duo. But like, like at this moment we're playing like trash. I hope we get out of it soon because it's killing me. But yeah, <laughs> I mean Bobby has a knack of scoring against Leicester as well. Uh, so does Mane. So uh, I think you guys should be okay. Um, for me, Lester, the only pick I can think of is Albrighton, 20% owned. He dropped recently, like 8% recently. It's a watch and see because James Justin, like, that whole stretching issue, like, being stretched off during the FA Cup game. Uh, Castagne's muscle injury as well, so Albrighton could get shoved on into that fullback, sort of wingback role. Uh, so yeah, with a pickup. And he, he just looks like he's playing quality football. The next game, Crystal Palace versus Burnley. Um, Burnley wins it 2-0. Yeah, no Zaha, no attack, no nothing. I think Burnley will uh, win this 1-0. Uh, I'll go a little easier in Crystal Palace. What about um, the picks that you have uh, from Burnley, Russ? Uh, so, based off, like, you know, one of the Twitter questions that we had, uh, Goatmanson, 27% owned. Like he seems to be starting. He, like you said, he got in ninety minutes, so recently, and like he's in the last three games, he's been averaging seven points. So, if he maintains that, plus like you know, double game week for him. So if he maintains that, maintains that fitness, I think it's a great pick. Yeah, like there's a bunch of Burnley guys you can probably get that are under fifty percent ownership that have been performing really well right now, right? Like Eric Peters. Is thirteen percent owned. Uh, like Ross mentioned, Goldmanson is twenty seven percent owned. Uh, there's Matia Vidra. If Chris Wood is still out injured, he's only three percent. He looked pretty good. Um, in his last couple of games, Matthew Lawton twenty five percent owned. Uh, Jay Rodriguez. I I don't know if he'll start. Maybe watch and see. But ten percent owned. So they are good options from Burnley for that double game week, right? Because they've got, I think, arguably the two easiest fixtures, right? Uh, so the picks from Crystal Palace, I would suggest Guaita. He's kind of been one of the most informed players for Crystal Palace. Um, well, I mean, he's been the least shit, I would say. Uh, 29% own, <laughs> dropped 3% recently. And new boy Mateta got his, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it, Zubin. Uh, got his first start, uh, versus Leeds. Uh, easiest defense to probably play against. And obviously, you know, they didn't score without Zaha. Uh, 13% owned, uh, I think people are not 
confident in him, I guess, in Crystal Palace in general, just because they're kind of a, a shit show at the moment. So I would probably go Guaiso over him. But then again, there's probably better keepers that are available, like Ariolo for the double game week, right? Uh, let's go to the next game, Man City versus Spurs, Russ. I'm going to go bullish here. Uh, Spurs win it 2-1. Why are you like this? You really think Spurs are going to score against Man City? <laughs> They're going to counter, bro, with Kane and Son. Okay, bro. Like, I don't know. I'm going bullish. Like, it's it's definitely not what most people would think would happen in the game week. But, yeah. I mean, Son has a knack of scoring against City. So I wouldn't be surprised. Because I had this weird feeling like City is not going to keep back-to-back clean sheets again in another double game week. So, I mean, yeah, maybe Son gets something. But I'm going to stick to what I had written down on my sheet, which is 2-0 to Man City. I think they're just cruising like professional job like uh so yeah i don't i'm not i i hate watching spurs play man like having to depend on them for goals is just like uh so what about your pick from spurs ross it's a weird one um like ben davies has been playing well with uh, reg out like he's had he has he's averaging seven points in the last three games he's 29 percent owned but like like, he's going up against City, and even though I think, like, Spurs might be able to nick it, like, you know what, like, realistically speaking, like, Spur- like City would dominate this game. Uh, the other one, I do want to kind of give a shout-out, like, we recommended him earlier, and, like, it was one of those things that, to see if he started, right? Like, Mora, play- Mora played in the, like, the last Premier League game, finally, like, he got the start, and, like, they won. Obviously, Kane was back and everything was kind of going, like, well for that too. But, like, Mora also got an assist in that game against West Brom. Uh, if I recall correctly, an assist or a goal, something like that. So, I think, like, if, like, Mourinho sticks with that lineup, I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah. And, I mean, decent assets to hold because I think Spurs have a double game week later on in the season as well. Fernandinho is my option for Man City, but again, I think most of your Man City options are probably already owned. Uh, so it's a if he's available, go pick him up, sort of thing, because uh, he had niggles or whatever what Pep said. All right, let's look at Brighton versus Aston Villa. What have you got, Russ? <laughs> again, bullish here as well, but I'm gonna go for a draw, one-one. I will also go for a draw, but I will go for a nil-nil. Because Brighton have tightened up and like they kept you guys out, they kept Spurs out. Uh, I think they can probably keep Grealish out. I mean, Grealish has a knack of scoring against Brighton as well. I think he has what five goals in his last six games or five games or something like that. Something crazy. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it'll be a tight affair as well. Uh, what about your picks from Aston Villa? Again, like no one really. To be honest, because of how the, like because they don't rotate that much, uh, like the only other player that you probably would be able to get is Douglas Luiz, but he doesn't really get that much points, like regularly. And the rest of the players are honestly gone. Like you know, um, like they're they're like you might be able to get Kansa who is under fifty percent owned, but like I I think at the moment Kansa is very clean sheet dependent, so, like. I think if if you maybe had a chance to get maybe Tyrone Mings 
go for Tyron Mings, obviously, but I think Kansas is very clean sheet dependent. So, yeah. Yeah. My picks from Brighton, uh, the keeper, Sanchez, 28% owned. Uh, 7% of leagues have started to pick him up. And same with Veltman. Ownership is increasing. Uh, 6% increase. Uh, he's currently 19% owned. And this is, again, down to Brighton's uh, tightening up the defense and meeting their XGC and not conceding goals. And, yeah, uh, good, good uh, option right now. All right, next game, let's look at Southampton versus Wolves. What have you got? 1-1. One, one. Hmm. You know, they played in the cup game today. Yeah. And it didn't end 1-1. One, one. But you think it's going to end 1-1. One, one. Yeah, like they also didn't play Neto or Adama. That's true. Right? They didn't start him. That's true. That's a good point. Then... Southampton definitely did start the strongest side. I'm still going to go with a 1-0 win to Southampton, though. Because I still think Wolves will kind of struggle for goals. But, I mean, Southampton are leaky, but then they are they got their backline, like, sorted. Like, KWP is back, which I think is the most important part. Like, Vestergaard is back, right? Stevens is playing, so... I don't know, it, it could be a weird one. What's your pick from Wolves? Um, Johnny, uh, like he is back. He like you know he only started uh forty. He only played forty five minutes over the weekend and like last weekend and played forty five minutes against Southampton, right? But he got like he did. So I think he'll continue to start, and like you know I think uh NES might extend his playing time too. Now that he's gone a couple of games, Nuno Espirito Santo. Yeah. yeah, and yes, he, that that those are his initials on his jacket. If you ever notice, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so my pick would be Redmond, thirty four percent owned, uh, increase like five percent in ownership. So he's kind of back because like Walker's out injured. Che Adams kind of was getting rotated a little bit last couple of games. Armstrong was kind of out injured as well. So he might break back into form, break back into that team. So he's one to watch. They've got a double game week as well, right? Next game week. So I think it's it's worth a punt for sure. Uh, all right, let's go to the next game. West Brom versus Manchester United. 2-0 uh, to United. Oof. I will go 4-1 to Manchester United. All right, all right. Because West Brom have no defense. I mean, United just blew Southampton 9-0. I, again, guaranteed it was like a perfect storm situation, right? Yeah. Um, but Bruno tends to play a lot better without Pogba in the squad. And if Cavani's starting over Martial, arguably a better number 9, it seems. Yeah. Uh, but I still think Martial is their number 9 moving forward, right? Because that's how he was getting played by previous managers and stuff. But yeah, I, I think 4-1, like, I think United's just gonna, like, dominate this game. Uh, the pick that I went for from West Brom is the guy we've been talking about, Mbaye Diagne, the new boy, right? Uh, he scored two offside goals versus Spurs. He looks like he can score goals. Yeah, he, he, he definitely just needs that service. Uh, 18% owned. Uh, there's been a recent drop as well, like 4 to 5%, so you will definitely be able to get some in your leagues. What about you, Ross? Who are you gonna suggest for Manchester United? So, like, Pogba's injured. Right, uh, so that opens up the second midfield spot. I think Scotty 
is going to start regularly for United, but it's a matter of whether Donny comes in or Fred comes in. I think Fred probably comes in. He's 18% owned. Uh, but like, you know what? Maybe to kind of like, you know, cause it is a team that's not super attackingly. Maybe Donny might start. So. All right. Uh, next game, Arsenal versus Leeds. 2-2. Man, we're both going with the same sort of draws. Uh, I'm going to go for 1-1. This game ended in a draw early in the season. Uh, I think Leno is supposed to be back for Matty Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think his ban is up or whatever. Uh, but yeah, 1-1 draw. Uh, the pick that I'm going to suggest is uh, Gabriel Magalis. 48% own, uh, coming back in because Davlouis was suspended. I think he'll be able to keep his spot. I think he could also be a threat from set pieces as well. Uh, what about you, Ross? Who are you going to suggest? Liam Cooper again, like there's not that many Leeds players that you can actually get or that you can kind of pick up who might get points. But Liam Cooper, like he's 40% owned in the last three games. He's been averaging like nine points. So like one of them, like, yeah, was a clean sheet, right? Like uh, keep that in mind. But at the same time, like he does seem to seem to get like ghost points. Yeah, he does. Definitely. I had him at one point uh, in my season as well. Um... Next game, Everton versus Fulham. What have you got for your prediction? 1-0 to Everton. Yeah, I will also go for a 1-0 win for Everton. Uh, well, like, DCL out, like, it, they could struggle for goal, but again, it's more of a situation of Fulham also struggling for goals more. Uh, Fulham also has a decent defense, so it could be a, a fairly tight game. Uh, the pick that I'm going to suggest is Josh King, 22% on new January transfer uh, for Everton. I'd say get him because of that doubt on DCL, right? I think this could open up uh, his chance for minutes. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's worth a pun. Uh, what about you, Harrison Reed? Yeah, Harrison, yeah, Harrison Reed, uh, 14% on. He's been averaging 8.5 points in the last three games. And Mitrovic, uh, who's been averaging 9.5 in the last three game weeks, he's 48% owned. Alright, uh, let's go to the next game, West Ham versus Sheffield. What have you got for this? Um, 1-0 to Sheffield. I'm going to go bullish here. I have 1-0 to West Ham. Why, why do you think Sheffield's going to win? I don't know. I Like, Antonio. Like, it's an Antonio conundrum, right? So... So if Antonio doesn't start, then Sheffield wins. Basically, is what I you're think. Saying. I think Chef, like West Ham will have a tough time scoring if Antonio doesn't start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. Uh, the pick that uh, I have is Dawson, forty-four percent own. Yeah, again, starting to see steady increase, eight uh, percent increase in ownership. So go get him up. Go like go pick him up uh, before uh, you can't. <laughs> uh, and Ross, what about your pick? Boggle, we talked about him a bit earlier. I think you mentioned him. Yeah. Uh, he's fifteen percent owned. Yeah. He seems like he's a bit of a goal threat. He's been averaging eight point nine two in the last three game weeks, barring one of those games was when he scored. So um, I think Sheffield might be able to keep a clean sheet in this game, especially if Antonio doesn't start. So like that might really kind of help his points. Next game, Chelsea versus Newcastle. 2-1 Chelsea. Another Rudiger own goal. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. Uh, I think 1-0 to us. I think with Calvin Wilson out, they could struggle for goals. 
Uh, I won't be surprised if we do concede. I, like I said, with Thiago Silva out, I do worry about our yeah. clean sheet. Uh, Rudiger own goal. Yes, Ross, I heard you the first time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, I think Newcastle... I don't know, like, they have their creative players back, but again, Calmelson out, I think, is a is a massive blow. Uh, for us, I still struggle to see us, like, being a free-scoring team at the moment. That's why I'm just going for that 1-0. The pick that I'm going to suggest is Kovacic, 45% owned. Uh, I don't know why he dropped in ownership, because he's giving good returns right now. And uh, the other pick I'd suggest is while Thiago Silva is out, maybe get uh, Christensen. Uh, because we still look okay-ish for the clean sheet. Like, just not like 100% sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, he's 12% owned and people have been picking him up recently because he saw a 5% uh, ownership increase. What about the pick that you're going to suggest, Russ? Willick, uh, new boy from Arsenal. Um, he's only played like one game, like 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 his first game against Newcastle or for Newcastle. And he scored in that goal game too, like 22 points. So yeah. like, yeah, I think like continues to start maybe not the best game to kind of play him right now but i think he's a definitely player that you might want to just like pick up and hold in general yeah i think that's a good option for sure uh especially with the likes of fraser getting rotated and whatnot all right let's go to the next game first of our double game week games uh burnley versus fulham burnley 1-0 yeah i'm gonna go burnley 1-0 as well uh fulham struggling to score goals burnley good at defense like i feel like they'll just nick something on like a set piece or something like that uh, the picks that uh, we're going to suggest from Burnley, uh, so we kind of did list them off earlier, but uh, Peters, 13%, uh, Eric Peters, because uh, Charlie Taylor is still a doubt, um, uh, Goat Munson, <laughs> as Ross loves to call him, JBG, uh, he's only 26% owned, uh, Vidra, the striker, is only 3% owned, uh, Matthew Lowton, their right back, is only 24% owned. Ross, what about the picks from Fulham? Uh, again, same thing, like Harrison Reed and Mitrovic. But, like, mind you, like, managers won't be able to pick up these players at this point in the game week, right? Because yeah. these players would be locked if they're not available, if they're not picked up the first time. So if you do see them start in the first game week, in the before the yeah. first game, like, keep an eye out on that and, like, maybe pick up then because, like, these players won't be available at the start of this game. Yeah, that's a great point for sure. So definitely, you're going to want to pick up all your players when they play their first game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so last game then, uh, Everton versus Man City. How do you see this one going? 2-0 to City. Yeah, I will also use the same thing. I have it listed out here. I'm not even bullshitting you. I'm not copying I, I trust else. you, bro. Don't worry. I trust you. <laughs> but my pick again is Josh King. If you can get him and he starts 22% and DCL is allowed, uh, go get him. Senji, I, I, I'm taking your advice. I actually just picked him up. Oh, really? You know, Banner Boys League? Yeah. That is fucking jokes because I was talking to Ryo about that, um, uh, Jagos. Yeah. And I was telling him, I was like, yo, go pick him up before somebody else picks him up. And it fucking happened. I warned him and it's too late now. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a message and be like, yo, somebody picked him up. <laughs> like, I fucking warned you. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Um, oh, but yeah, you know um, what? He can give me a Lonzo for. He can give me a Lonzo for Josh King. <laughs> yeah, but temporary trade, you know. No, I'd go full permanent, man. I wouldn't do that as permanent. If Alonzo's getting a spot back, no way am I making that permanent. Like, if Alonzo is starting every game, he's going back to his old value. Like, I'm putting him as a number one defender. 
Ancelotti said that he sees Josh King, DCL, and Richarlison starting at the same time. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. Who are you going to bench? Who are you going to bench? At this point, um, well, uh, if Josh King actually starts, um, like, Ben Rama plays after him, so I'll probably bench Ben Rama. Ben Rama's been playing good recently. Why would you want to bench him? Decent, I know, but like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's... <sighs> I don't have any midfielders at the moment. Oh, by the way, we have no, like, picks for Man City because you can't get anyone other than Fernandinho. That's why we just started talking. So one thing before we kind of wrap up the pod and everything, like, oh, that's all we have as well, guys. That That's the end of the pod. Um, uh, Rob, <laughs> this is such, like, a mess as always. Russ, uh, before we close off and stuff, do you want to just remind listeners, though, like, how they can, like, share us and tweet us and yada, yada, yada? Uh, Jurgen Klopp. Uh, first of all, Jurgen Klopp, like, so sorry for your loss. Uh, his mom passed away, and his mom. His mom passed away. Actually, like we we just found out about this news, but apparently it it's been it, like it happened a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, dude, so, that fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah like I, I was reading, like you know, it actually I think prior to the Burnley game, uh, is when he found out. So, um, yeah, like that sucks. Like, you know, I, I just want to mention that. Like, it's like, you know, uh, at, at the end of the day, like, you know, there's things bigger than football. So, um, yeah, like, guys, yeah. take care of yourselves. Like, like I yep. like, I don't I don't know if this is confirmed, but, like, I did hear, like, well, we know that uh, Jurgen Klopp couldn't go to his mom's funeral. Um, and, like, like and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know if it was confirmed or not. But, like, I think it might have been COVID-related. But like, like I don't know. I like that's. I don't know if that's fully true or not. But uh, you you want to still remind listeners how they can share? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I was I was taking I, I was taking I'm a moment sorry. of silence. I, I know. I didn't want to ruin it. I was like, it's it's like it's almost midnight, and I'm like really tired, and I don't want to be insensitive. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Yeah. You're right. So so everyone, uh, like. For especially those people who like you know like check us out like uh, we put up a lot of content on Twitter. like Sanji puts up a lot of content on Twitter I try my best to stay engaged um, but like yeah uh, so catch us on Twitter our handle is at band to be uh, on Twitter is our anchor website which we used to like uh, distribute all on all our platforms so uh, to distribute to Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify like uh, we use our anchor website for that so. Do check us out there as well. And like we're on SoundCloud and YouTube and maybe even Instagram soon. So keep an eye out on that. I and feel like yeah. a terrible human now for like cutting you off with your sentimental uh, uh I'm pretty sure you can work your editing magic on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not going to. <laughs> okay, so like before we sign out, I did want to kind of end off our pod on like one sort of question. So, like, double game week and stuff, right? Uh, you know how lineups get locked, right? Uh, for example, like, Man City players. You know how Rodri and Fernandinho get rotated, right? If you they're getting a clean sheet and they're getting decent points, right? If they're not going to start both games, are you still going to take the risk and start them in the lineup for at least one of the games? So, I, I did that last game week and it, like, it turned out so well for me. Like, uh, I was, like, thinking, like, should I, like, we I had this discussion with you over text. It was like, should I drop Rodri and pick up Fernandinho? Like, you know, like it's a pretty much guaranteed uh, clean sheet and stuff like that. And I'm glad I didn't because Rodri ended up getting... He didn't play at all in the first game, but he played in the second game. He got an assist and he got like 35 points and helped me win over Zabane. So 
like it like it's already happened to me so like I might just take the risk again because I think he has a much higher upside than Fernandinho even with Fernandinho's clean sheet points yeah so like if they are those sort of proven assets where in the history like they've done it yeah I think it's it's worth the risk to start them and you know what if you ever have any doubts just fucking messages like catch us on twitter and shit like we'll help you out like we've helped people out in the past and they've won their game week so yeah just hit us up man we're we're always down to help out just so, be wary if you're asking sanji or if you're asking me yeah. if sanji's replying or yeah. if, I'm re- if i'm replying <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly on that note i think we can sign off it's been a long recording looking forward to the the double game week uh you're facing anyone important? Hint, I'm facing. Hint. I'm facing you, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, hint, hint. <laughs> Are you looking forward to your beatdown? You seem pretty arrogant. Going, I uh, don't you usually just give up uh, at the start of the game, and then you be like, "Oh, I did better than I expected." Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, you you mean my uh, GG? Call it. Uh, <laughs> my GG, my early GGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love throwing my early GGs. No, but I, I've got like some more minutes on you. Yeah, uh, you have that we need to yeah. post about, right? How you check how you have more double game week players. Uh, just because I have more minutes, I think I have like an easier chance of winning. Um, and in the other league, like uh, I'm playing Justin. I think I I should be able to win, but I'm kind of scared of him having Bruno versus West Brom. That's the only thing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you're playing, uh, the guy in first place in our OG league. So yeah. I would love if you beat him, please. I, I've beaten him really, so far, really so love. I am 2-0 okay, and oh against him, so. And he's a Liverpool fan, so do me a solid, mate. Yeah, but I'm a Liverpool fan, so. Ex- exactly. <laughs> that, 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 that's logic, right? <laughs> that's how logic works, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why do people listen to us? What is it? What is the pod again? It's a kutu. What? What? What is it? Faltu. Faltu podcast. Faltu. Faltu pod. All right, guys, we're signing out from your Faltu podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>